irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Talk Radio. This is Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. Welcome back to another Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the illusion of time, Max and Friends. You know, I say that now and I'm jokingly saying it, but I'm going to not say it for much longer because by now you shall know we're on every single podcast platform. This May is 13 years we're here. If it's the first time you're joining us, where have you been? Welcome to the circus. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Max and Friends. So like I said, I'm here 13 years this may hit us up on twitter and instagram at max tucci let us know what's going on in your life and let us know if you tuned in to last week's show with gordana beer not it was a good one we talked about a was my birthday show so of course that was fun and we also talked about self-compassion and love and what does that mean to you do you want to know what it means to us Go back into the archives and you'll listen to the show and find out we're going to carry the conversation the conscious conversation tonight with an artist by the name of Genesis, the gray kid. We're also going to talk about many other things, including love, life, fears, beauty. And where are we right now in this whole dynamic of life in this now moment? And how do you stay in peace in a world that is so chaotic? Do you find the world chaotic? Tweet us, be part of the show. Instagram us at Max Tucci. Let us know. Instagram, um, also Genesis, the gray kid at Genesis, the gray kid on Instagram. And on Twitter at hi underscore I am underscore Genesis. And there we can carry the conversation. So with that said, we're going to play some music here tonight. We're going to get into art, beauty, love, life, fears, and just whatever else the universe is going to let unfold in this now moment. You know, I always speak of the now moment because where we are right now is exactly where we're supposed to be. I want to read one of the truth passages from Gordana's book, hashtag know the truth. You all know the book because I'm, Gordana, we've discovered, has been here since 2016. She's the only European that's been featured as an Oprah Winfrey Super Soul 100 teacher. She's been on Max and Friends. You know what? If you know, tweet me at Max Tucci and let me know. So True Thought 191, you are always giving your attention to something. Pay attention to what? What you focus your mind on grows from hashtag know the truth. Why knowing who you are changes everything. Do you know who you are? Do you know what your purpose is? So many questions. Is it going to be philosophical or is it going to be just like Alan Watts between a hard rock and a wall of drunkenness and fun? I don't know. It's going to unfold. So stay tuned. But right now we're going to play a song from one of my best friends, literally, not only in this lifetime, but many, 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 many lifetimes ago. You all know him from Menudo. You all know him as one of my best friends, Ashru is. And you all know him from joining his satsangs whenever you can, because he runs them Monday through Sunday. Check him out at Ashru is on Facebook to join the class. Here's a song called Most Beautiful Light. or I think he calls it Beautiful Light. I feel like all of a sudden we're going into the Casey Kasem mode. But Ashru, as you all know, from Menudo, from a young kid, he starred in the most amazing boy band, I think, known to man, Menudo. And um, 
then there was a show recently that highlighted him. And um, if you all saw it, saw it. If you all saw it, <laughs> you know that he looked. You know what? Just let me know what y'all thought of that wig that that boy was wearing that was supposed to look like him. Ash, you know I love you and I had to say that. But I don't know why you weren't on set doing <laughs> the direction of how you were supposed to look. But anyway, let's just go into beauty right now. Beautiful light, because that's what we are, are. Let's shine so bright. We are these bright lights. We really are. And, you know, patterns of pathology sometimes make us feel dim. But know that the light that's inside of you is always bright. So tune it up. Tune it up. And remember, where you are right now is exactly where you're supposed to be. And that's listening to Max and Friends on LA Talk Radio and on all podcast platforms. Beautiful Light by Ash Ruiz. And when we're back, Genesis, the great kid, is going to be talking about love, light, fears, beauty, and so much more. Don't go anyway. We'll be right back. I lose myself and find myself 
that I see Baby, you're the one Talk Radio and Beyond. This is Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. That was Ash Ruiz, Most Beautiful Light. Go find him, love him, send him love, send him light, and just, you know what, fall in love with him as much as I have. Speaking of falling in love, well, you know, art is one thing I love and I can't get enough of, and of course, the spoken word, hence that's why I do what I do. (laughs) That's why I sit behind a mic every Sunday night and talk to you, because I love to have conversations and conscious conversations. My guest coming up is Genesis, the great kid. The genesis of how I met Genesis is through Kipton. Y'all know Kipton Cronkite on Instagram. One of the greatest. He's just one of the greatest. Uh, if you're looking for art and if you're looking where to, how to place art, you, we had him here on the show. So y'all know. But go follow him and send him some love. So Genesis, the gray kid, is a fine artist. He's also a poet. And he has sold work all over the world, literally all over the world. And he's worked with a few people you may heard of, like, you know, Shaquille O'Neal and Kanye West and, you know, that kind of a vibe of people. And Audrey Schilt, famous designer, if y'all don't know. But, you know, tonight he's here. So we're going to talk about, you know, I always love the genesis of who people are by having them tell us who they are. So welcome to Max and Friends, Genesis, the great kid. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing marvelous, Max. I'm doing marvelous, man. How you doing? You know, I will echo the marvelousness that you offered. <laughs> I am also marvelous. The energy you just brought with the word marvelous has lifted the vibration <laughs> of this show and the frequencies. So welcome Thanks. to Max and Friends. How, First and foremost, how are you? How are your loved ones? How's everyone? Oh, man, everyone's uh, doing well. Um, I had an uncle that got really sick, uh, but every, everybody, everybody's on my side is doing well. How about your family? Everybody good? You know, I'm grateful to be great. I say that every morning. I am grateful that I'm great, that my family is great. And, you know, of course, the greatness with the duality of life. I have a sorrow for so many people. And, you know, every day that I get to see my mother, I think of people that don't. But, you know, life life happens. And the beauty of life is that for the soul, there's neither birth nor death. It's eternal and everlasting. And so is love. And I know we're going to talk about that here at Sonata Max and Friends. But before we talk about that, let's talk about you. Tell us the genesis of Genesis. Ah, well, <laughs> I mean, I was I was born in the South. Uh, my dad was was in the military. Mom was an entrepreneur. So we moved around a lot. I went, you know, I lived in like 20 different cities before I turned 18. Uh, went to four different high schools, you know, one, one of those situations. So I kind of didn't like it at first because you you know you have a friend and then you gotta move and then you have a friend and then you gotta move and this is before social media so mm-hmm. it's like when you move that was it like you there was no cell- <laughs> yeah you move there was no cell phone nothing um, but now as I've gotten older I'm so appreciative of uh, all the different environments and spaces that I was forced to grow in because I was surrounded by people that thought differently than me mm. so you know. One city, like we lived in like Virginia Beach and it was like a, a large like Asian population. So I got in with the Asian homies and then in Kentucky, uh, it was like a more white population. So I'm like the only black kid in class. So I started skateboarding <laughs> and I got cool with the white homies. And then, you know, we moved out near the hood and, you know, it's 
you know, it's a, a bunch of the black homies. And so I, I got, you know what I mean? Like you had to, mm-hmm. I was always the new kid and I just had to learn how to, to be me in all those spaces. It, it would have been too exhausting to transform in every mm-hmm. space. Uh, some people can do it. And there's, and you know, if, if you can do it, then that's cool. I'm just, I, the way I'm built, I just, that's something I couldn't do. No, you know? there's an authenticity to it. You know, you're not a, you're, you're not a chameleon. You, you're authentic. Right. But you know, what's most fascinating is, and I'm hearing you say all these places and all of those places are in the United States of America. We don't have to go far to find culture in this exactly. in this country. We just have to open our eyes sometimes to it. Right. Man. And you know what? That's, that's what everything, I think, yeah. I think all the treasures is, is just beneath the surface. It's just a little observation. And yeah, I mean, in the physical and in the internal, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's it's very much, it always reminds me of, um, you know, it, the icebergs. You see just the tip of the iceberg, but then underneath there's a whole nother beast. <laughs> and then, you know, when you look at a little ant going on the ground and it goes down a hole, there's a whole nother world under there. A whole nother world. <laughs> <laughs> a whole nother world. But of, of all those states that you lived in, what was the one that you really found resonated with you the most? Um Two, two, two places, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Um, it's like, I just, uh, I really came into my own, um, and Chattanooga, Tennessee. So it's a little valley, like an hour and a half outside of Atlanta, Georgia, two hours from Nashville. It's the most beautiful city I've ever seen in my life. I've, I've, I've been to every state in this country and, um, Chattanooga is just, I love, I love Cali. I mean, y'all have some like tremendously beautiful landscapes, but Chattanooga is probably the most beautiful city I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. You know, to be transparent, I'm no longer in LA. (laughs) Oh, okay. Where you at? Well, I'm right now in Florida, but I spend time between Florida and Colorado, Boulder. Okay. Okay. And then, um, yeah, for all of those who know, I, we just bought a really cool, and we're going to talk about it tonight on the show because we're going to have to do something there for you. We bought a um, an antique dairy farm. Oh wow! Um, yeah, just outside of of Connecticut, but in the I don't want to tell. I'll tell you after the show where. Okay, okay. <laughs> yes. You know, people get crafty. <laughs> some crafty people. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's a six thousand square foot barn that is an art studio and an art gallery already. So oh, um. Right. I'm gathering, like, I'm going to have a good conversation with Kipton and be like, all right, who are we going to have? Where are we going to have it? But, um, so yeah, but let's talk about art and you. When did art really present itself to you? And when did you open up your heart to receive the presentation? Uh, It was in middle school. I had, um, it was my first time having a teacher that cared. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of the other teachers, I don't think they really wanted to be there, at least in the schools that I went to. But, oh, mine too. Mine too. Yeah, there was this particular school where she really cared, and uh, it was through poetry. I was introduced to beauty and art, and and just the the wild things that come along with with being an artist through poetry. Mm-hmm. And and we had to write a poem in class, and I wrote one. It was my first time writing, and she read it, and she and she. She enjoyed it. Then she read it to the class and she had me read it. And then I went back to class the next day and she had it framed and she put it up on the on the wall. And for me, like an adult, like going out of the way to frame mm-hmm. it and put it on a wall, it, it it changed my whole world. And uh Do you remember I, the poem? 
Oh no! Do you have a copy of the poem? No, man. I should have wow. been better. Look, no, look, it's, yeah, look, this is This is crazy thing. Moving around so much, mm-hmm. like right, like when I went to the next grade, I was mm-hmm. in a different city in a new school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I I lost everything. Man. Well, if your teacher's out there listening. <laughs> I know, know, right? I bet you that teacher still has that poem in a frame. Pick up the phone and call them. Talk about prophecy. <laughs> that, would be, man, I, that would make me cry, man. That'd right? Be, man, well, yeah. I the, listen, you know it's out there. And what you're looking for is looking for you, right? Right. But, um, so here's a question I have about poetry and about what you just said and about that one teacher. You know, it's all about what every human has, the validation. Do you hear me? Do you see me? Do I matter? And when a teacher does that to a young child, it develops something so magical and cosmic in the in the vibration and the frequency of the individual. I had a teacher like that, too. She acknowledged me, saw me, heard me, validate me. And then I knew that, you know what, every all the other bullshit that was happening in school didn't matter because I was seen, I was heard, and I was told I mattered. So you know, if you're a teacher out there, a lot of you are going through so much right now. We're just sending you some love right now and light because it's tough, especially this virtual stuff. You know, a lot of teachers like to hug their kids and and give them that support that they deserve. If you're tuning in, my guest tonight is Genesis the Great Kid. We're talking about life and we're going to get into it some more. So speaking of life, you then get into poetry. When do you pick up the brush? Uh, I, I was always drawing, but I didn't pick up the brush until my adult years. Mm-hmm. Um about seven, eight years ago, uh, but I've been drawing for 20, 25 years. I just when when you're not when you're not exposed to people that are that are happy and and, and feel fulfilled and, and doing what they love, then you start to think it's like a fantasy. Like, oh man, nobody's going. Like, you can't make no living painting. You know what I mean? Like, and then when people around you, when you say, yeah, I think I'm a, I think I'm gonna be an artist. It's like, whoa, 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 you might want to be an engineer or a doctor or you sure you don't want to go, you know, be a traveling mm-hmm. nurse or, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it took me to get around creatives that were, they learn how to become intoxicated on the air they breathe. Mm. They learn how to really like tap into that hidden wholeness, man. And And so I went couch surfing for like a year and a half, two years, and I just reached out to people that I, I came across on Facebook and MySpace. This is MySpace days. Yeah, I love MySpace days. <laughs> and, 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 and I reached out to them and uh, I don't know what it was, but they said yes. I would have said no. Like, bro, I don't know you. Like, you want to sleep on my couch? And uh, it was a blessing. Um, mm-hmm. they, they said yes, which which was a game changer for me because a lot mm-hmm. of those people uh, I couch surf with. And I went to New York to couch surf um, I'm I'm very close to every single last one of them, and mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of the network I have now came through that. But wow. it took seeing some people living it before the dream became real, like Inception or something, man. Like, like you know, you got to see it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, wild. it's the hidden beauty. It's the hidden beauty. Absolutely. So I know you wanted to talk about hidden beauty. So as far as hidden beauty goes, right now, where you are in this now moment, what is the hidden beauty? around you personally currently man like i've I've gotten so much closer to whatever divine source is is out there like i have my own spiritual beliefs and and things that i thought i believed that i don't and things that i don't that i now do it's just my spiritual appetite i've had time to like Mm. really sit 
and and be still. Um, and and I think when you do that, you start to recognize the need that you really had. And and I think there's there's a lot of beauty within that. I was I was scared of it at first because I'm like, oh man, I'm an artist. I gotta be making moves. Like what? We on pause? I I, I, I got accepted into the Butterfly Ball in uh in London. So uh-huh. it's like one wow. of the biggest galas, you know, in yeah, the world. Yeah, of course. The table cost twenty five thousand dollars. I'm like, yo, I gotta get this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I gotta, we, we gotta. I got my happen. plane ticket booked. <laughs> we gotta make this happen. And and so when that got canceled, um, yeah, I was scared. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, see, here we go. Like, here we are. It's about to be some. And it uh, that lasted for like a day or two. And then, because <laughs> I'm I'm a pretty chill guy, so it, yeah. it lasted like a day or two. And then like the third or fourth day, um, I really just got into a zone of like, man, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just make the best of this. And and strangely enough, like I've I've had more people inquiring about art while we've been on pause mm-hmm. than when I was doing exhibitions all over the place. Um and I've gotten so much closer to to my spirituality, man. It's mm-hmm. me and my girl, we I proposed to her during the pandemic. Like Congratulations. We, right? And so, like... And let I mean, me guess. She said yes. Like, oh, like oh, yes seems to be the word for your life. Because everyone you heard, all the couch surfing was a yes. The was, girl was a yes, right? And it was a yes, man. It was a, yes surrounds you. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful. And it's, she's amazing. But I don't know, man. It's, the time that we spent together locked in the crib collectively... We calculated it up. Mm-hmm. It's more time than my parents have spent together. And they've been married 30 years. Yeah, I like, couldn't believe that. Like, I know her. I've had more FaceTime with her than my mom and dad had in their 30 years. And because they both were working. Right. And um, I don't know, man. It's just, I'm excited, man. I'm, That's I'm, good. I'm, I'm, I love it. That's good. Well, you know, there. so the question of beauty around us, hidden beauty around us, for that's for you, but what do you think the hidden beauty around us as a collective is right now, currently? Because it's yeah. there. No, it is there. Um, one of my homies, he he went to jail for eleven years. Mm-hmm. Um, he got out like nine years, so he didn't have to do the whole eleven. He got out like nine years, and I was like, man, like I talked to him during the pandemic. I was like, I know you all good with it. I like being silly, just joking with him. We joke a lot, and he was like, man, look. You got to kind of look at the invisible, man. Like when I was locked up, it wasn't until my fifth or sixth year in that I get free. Like, what do you mean? He's like, man, like there's so much stuff around you to be grateful for. It's just all this noise around us mm-hmm. that's like making it all foggy. Yeah. I started reading this book by Hafiz. He's like a 13th century mystic. Yeah, yeah. And he was talking about there was a prison near where he lived. And the prisoners every day would listen to the birds and it would pardon them from their sentence. Like they wouldn't, they would not even feel like they were, you know what I'm saying? They were escaped through this, uh, this beautiful organic thing that was just right outside the wall. During the pandemic, I think everybody has to kind of make an effort to, to be a, a, acute to empathy, but mm. also just observant. As an artist, I can't afford not to be observant. Mm-hmm. But as an individual, just a human being, this is allowing us to really exercise, man, some 
some t- the things around us. Like, I don't know if you ever like dropped in at an AA meeting or, or you know what? To- Believe it or not. I had a nanny when I was young and she had no other option but to take me with her. <laughs> Bro, so I, since I, I was like 13 or 14, I would go with her every Thursday night at the Greenwich Hospital in Greenwich, Connecticut. Right, right. An annex room and she would have her pack of cool cigarettes and we would go there. <laughs> and I would literally see my mother's friends there and they were like, why is this kid here? <laughs> Man, so I've, yeah. I've, I've heard some of the most beautiful things just... Yeah just kind of being a support for a friend. And uh, one of those things was uh, a guy struggling with alcohol for about 15 years. Mm -hmm. And then he stopped. And like three weeks after he stopped, he heard the birds outside his house for the first time. time. Birds have been there for 15 years, Mm -hmm. but he was, he was, he was like so involved in his thing with the the struggle with alcohol. he, He couldn't even hear it. I feel like as a as a whole, not everyone, but the whole, most of us, which is kind of so in our day to day that that we missed. I don't know, like that brother that missed the birds. It's, it's mm. easy to miss, you know, you know, it's interesting because right now I'm doing this whole kind of new conscious way of eating where I'm really un- like appreciating and understanding food in a whole different dimension. Oh, beautiful. And when I taste food, I'm like. A banana tastes like a banana, <laughs> but all of a sudden, the richness of how this banana like literally dances on my taste buds brings it a whole nother vibration that it's like, wow, food is amazing. We just got to stop and listen to it. You know, speaking about Hafiz, there's a great quote that he says that everyone is God speaking. Why not be polite and listen to him? Ooh, it's beautiful, man. He be dropping some chills, man. It's beautiful. Right. And, you know, I think that's the truth. Everything is from the great I am, right? And I am of the great I am. So therefore, I am in everyone and everyone is in me. So we just need to be polite. Kindness is a beautiful thing. Kindness. Absolutely. But Absolutely. let's talk about love because last week we talked about self-compassion and self-love. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean to you, self-compassion and self-love? I mean, I think it's something that, I think when it's, when it's, I believe we're so desperate for love because we're just unpracticed at it. A lot of us grew up in households where we didn't see it or didn't experience mm-hmm. it. Or a lot of us have been in toxic relationships or or maybe you've just kind of been, you just weren't taught to love yourself. Um, and of course that just feeds to desperation to have it. But I think when, and, and, this is a long way to say, I'm not sure I even know the answer, but I think, I think once, once you get into this rhythm, like you find your internal compass and it's different for everyone. For me, it was poetry. It was the teacher putting the thing on the wall and, and getting shown a lot of love, like from my parents, my mom, man, her best friends, man. She tell me she, she is like my best friend, bro. Like she. I, I get, I've been getting love a long time. Like, mm. yo, you great. You can do anything like from when I was a baby to like now. So I've never really struggled with the self-love piece, but I think once, once you kind of, you find your internal compass, whatever it is to get you there, it starts to become a part of your nervous system. It's something you don't even think about. Mm-hmm. Like you don't think about, man, should I help this person? Or like, you know, oh no, it's if I natural. Help this, 
It's just not- it's like breath. You know, we don't know how to breathe. We were never taught how to breathe, but yet the minute we were born, we breathe. Come on, so we're man. capable of doing the unknown. We, we are. Know. And I always say, I go back to that movie, um, Lucy, when they say, you know, that um, dolphins have didn't invent sonar. They tapped into it, right? Mm-hmm. And when baby sharks are born, some of them, there's one in particular that the minute it comes out of the mother, it knows to go under roots so it doesn't get killed. And that's at a baby, you know? So just like breath and our heart beats and our eyes open, we're capable of doing the unknown because we do it every day. Absolutely. We're going to get back to um, love and self-love. And I want to talk about, you say, new ways to love. I want to I want to get deeper into the new ways of love. Okay, absolutely. But right now, one of my favorite ways to love is through music. So, Ronan, let's get one of my favorite songs from Sharon Agatee. Speaking of London, she's there. So when you do go, because it will happen, you'll have to meet her. Beautiful singer. Dumb. You might have known her. She was on The Real World London back in the day. Okay, okay. Karen. So Sharon Agati has a song that's called Lead Me to the Water. Um, you know, this song, just let's take a moment right now to be still and know and listen to the lyrics of this song. Don't just listen to the music. Listen to the lyrics and then listen to the space between the lyrics and the music. It's like looking up through a tree. Don't just look at the tree and the leaves. Look at the space that's between the leaf, each leaf and the sky through that. Listen to this song that way. Right now, lead me to the water on Max and Friends. I'm Max Tucci. My guest tonight is Genesis the Grey Kid, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Take me closer to that man 
LA Talk Radio. This is Max and Friends. That was Sharon Agatid. Lead me to the water. Genesis the Great Kid is back. We're talking about life right now, but love. What are some new ways of loving, Genesis? I think what we considered as loving, like before all of this pandemic stuff, I think, um, you know, it, 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 it works. But I think during the pandemic, it allowed us to explore new ways to love. Like, like me and my mom, I like to see her, like hug her, you know, kiss her. Like, but she's like super extra cautious with, you know, with COVID. So she hasn't left the house at all. So she never used Zoom. And now we're like <laughs> expressing all this love through Zoom and these video chats. And we have, uh, we started this group chat with, her, me, my dad, my sister, my brother, we're sending like gifs and she messes up the emoji sometimes, but, you know, but it's like we're exploring all these new, oh, I started writing letters. I ain't wrote a letter since like middle school. Started writing <laughs> letters, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, and, and before it was just, it felt like, you know, you just didn't have time or it just, it didn't feel like the same. And now it's like when that's what you got, I mean, taking the extra step to do it, I think it's just, it's a tremendous amount of love that that mm. I think wouldn't have even been on the radar before the pandemic. And there's a whole bunch of other things too. But Yeah, you know, that reminds me of a story because my mom was born in Lithuania and she escaped during the war. And there's a very long story, but to make it short, because we're on air, um, my grandmother, my mom, and my grandfather were on a train. My grandmother gets off at a stop. My grandfather also gets off at a stop but my grandmother doesn't see him. The train leaves and then they see one another. And they're like the only two with my, with my mom and actually my uncle on the platform train goes down. And then years later, they found out that the bridge blew up and the train went down with the bridge. But wow. speaking of that zoom, they for five or six years, their family in Lithuania thought they all had died on that train. Mm. Right. So when people think like Zoom, it's such a pain in the ass. I don't like Zoom, right? I mean, how many people talk shit about Zoom? But the fact is, is that for those five or six years, my relatives never knew that my mom was okay. That's you know, wild. so it is Zoom has become a blessing. And I just wish I had bought stock in it in that blessing. But what are you up to right now? Tell us what are you working? How many pieces have you made during this pandemic? And how has the pan? I hate all these questions like this. But I got so many for you. So one, let's start with that. What are you working on right now? Right now I'm working on a series. It's like really large, 60 by 108 inch oh, frame nice. uh, pieces. Um, so it's taken me about nine months so far to get these three done. But mm-hmm. I should have 12 done by the end of the year. Wow. And um, me and my manager are, are growing Casa Grey. Casa Grey is like, it's like a boutique art house that sells mm-hmm. limited edition luxury collectible items. So mm-hmm. we collaborated with Shaq on some coffee tables. He had some coffee tables. He's like, yo, I'm going to give him the Genesis. I painted on the coffee tables, made them real unique. And I took different like snippets of his interviews and found different sentences that I'm like, ooh, I like what he said. And I would rearrange it together mm-hmm. to make something more poetic, almost like a mantra that mm-hmm. I put on the on the tables. And he signed it. I signed it. We limited it to six, mm-hmm. and uh, and then we we sell them through Casa Gray. So Twenty One Savage uh, manager Meezy, great guy. Mm-hmm. He bought the first one. Shaq took one to the crib. Um, I'm excited about that because it allows me to like keep 
my fine art on the canvas, like mm-hmm. really sacred and where that needs to be. But if I want to collaborate with like friends and other people mm-hmm. that I, I respect in different industries, I can do it without like muddying up, you know, my own mm-hmm. wave. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you created uh, like the Genesis Shack mantras, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the yeah, Genesis like, Shack mantras. You know what I would love to see you do? You know, Shaq, if you're listening, <laughs> give <laughs> right? Genesis a car. I want to see you paint a car. Bro, so we're going to do a car. Are you? We're gonna a, yeah, we're going to do a what car. What kind of car are you doing? It's it's, it's a four door Porsche. I got a I got a I got this car. It's a Porsche. I'm, I want to paint it and we're going to run it. that through. Yeah, I want to love do, it. I want to be able to just express like like all of me. You know, yeah. like you know. I'm just thinking here. I would love just to have like you design wraps for cars because I would love to have like a that would car be wrapped in your work. That you would know? be ill. All kinds of shit down here, right? And LA yeah, too. Yeah. And I'm sure wherever you know people are into their cars, but you know, for me, it's like such a small market because people don't tap into it, and it's like people want to do something cool with their cars, and not yeah. just like you know a chrome wrap or a flat wrap. Blah, blah. You know, it's like no, I want an artist wrap on my car. All right, let's talk about. Um, it's interesting how you proposed the question to life as where are we going as a species. So where are you going individually? And then where are we going again, collectively as a species? I mean, that, that, that question is, is, is one that I think is important, but it's also one I don't, I don't have the answer to. I just thought it was like, it's the um, best, the best answer is not having an answer sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah I, have, I have no idea where, where it's all headed, but I think us going back to where we were, it probably isn't the answer. This whole mm-hmm back to normal. Well, normal was really unhealthy. And when unhealthy becomes normal, when all of your <laughs> homies is on, you know, very like serious, um, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like when- I hear you. I, I'm laughing because it's so true that people are like, why can't things go back to normal? Like normal was so fucked up that the last thing I want to do is go back to, especially those four years of what people thought was normal. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know? exactly. So it's like, no, we need to raise the vibration. We need to shift all of the frequency and all of everything in just the mind. And literally, you know, the paradigm I think is shifting. There's an awakening happening. Like you're saying, you know, we don't need to leave now to understand who we are. We were able to run out and escape from ourselves, but now we've never been with ourselves more than now ever. So right. there's a beauty to it. But in that, there's also fear to it. Fear right. to me means false evidence appearing real. Fear. Mm-hmm. To you, what does fear mean to you? And what do you think is scaring us where we want to go back to what we thought was normal? Yeah, I think, man, I think the the definition that you had of fear, I think is beautiful. Um, man, I, I'm not afraid of much, but I, I am. I I do fear us. Us. I I fear that the society as a whole might be like just kind of in a in a, a giant theater watching a, a sleight of hand magic show, and you know, uh, I just it's a lot. I, I I have too much to say on this, and some of it is like conspiracy theory. Some of it is how I feel. Some of it is opinion. Some of it's like, uh, you know, something that that I in recent conversations have have illuminated to me. But in short, I just I kind of 
something I do fear is I, f- I feel like this is all like a big sleight of hand kind of thing, mm-hmm. what we're experiencing. But I, I would never want to downplay any reality because the reality is like there's a lot of serious things happening. I play a lot of chess and this just kind of reminds me of a big chess board. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of feels like there's some things being made that um, I don't know. I've been praying for a lot of discernment lately. I mm-hmm. just to try to see through things. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Oh, yeah. You know, and of course, for me, discernment also is intimacy into me. See, you know, this year it's all about for me having people really see into who I am and not just what they perceive me to be. But let's play a quick word round. And um, when I say these words or names, whatever, give me the first thing that pops your head. Sound cool? Cool. All right. Let's start with chess, because I know you just played off of that. (laughs) Uh, Strategy. Strategy. Shaquille O'Neal. Cool. Haziz. Huh? I didn't um, hear what you said. Javiz. Poet. Poet. Poetry. Yeah. Uh, love. Home. Safe. Love. Home. Your fiance. Magic. And magic? My fiance. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. So it's been so much fun having you here. You know, oh, we got to like the illusion of time is upon us. So I appreciate you being here. Uh, I know we all have so much going on, even though sometimes our doors aren't open. <laughs> we still got a lot going on. So I'm grateful to you for that. And um, you talk about beauty and art exploration during restrictions and discovery. What has how has rather the pandemic changed your your brushstroke, your art, your mind and your creativity? Um, well, I mean, zooming out like a bird's eye view, I see the change. Um, but when I'm in it, like when I'm actually painting, um, it's like it's something I'm not aware of. It's I'm in my I, I, I'm in some hidden sanctuary. I'm in the, the tabernacle of my heart, man, mm. when I'm painting. So it's like I go into the upper room and, and I can't be reached. It's like a whole different place. Mm. I can only kind of look at it from that, like with the question you asked, if I zoom out and look at my work collectively, I can see the different changes. And oh, OK, like before the pandemic, uh, the colors uh, weren't as bright. And then during the pandemic, I noticed the colors got brighter, but it mm. wasn't an intention. It was just it's almost I don't know. Maybe it was some uh, like a memory in my body where it's like, man, this is a dark time. Mm-hmm. Let me grab some light colors, but without Four saying it. in the future. <laughs> yeah, but kind of without saying it, you know, like yeah. it's just it's uh it's, it you know it's just it's a thing. It's like it just becomes an extra arm, and you know, yeah. Well, we are connected to everything, right? Yeah. So of course, if there, you know, and without appreciating darkness, we can never appreciate light, and without appreciating pain, we can never appreciate fullness and you know brokenness or however we want to go and i mean there's a million ways where the duality of life you know alan watts says that um he'll tell us one thing about a hermit and what a hermit realizes that if you go far off into the woods very very far off that you will find out that we are connected to everything when you're in that silence and i believe that sometimes you know that silence brings us to it's the symphony of sound silence absolutely you know so we're gonna wrap this up for you, what is the most important part of your day? Man, prayer. Prayer. Prayer and walking. Uh, I love to pray and I love walking. Walking helps me 
take whatever I'm dealing with and I can turn it into something. It doesn't erase it, but it turns it into something I can understand. Mm -hmm. So if I'm dealing with pain or excitement or a big project or whatever it is, I can I can walk through it. Mm -hmm. Um, And if I'm still thinking it through, I just keep walking Mm -hmm. Uh, in prayer, man. Like, yeah, definitely. Huge part. Prayer is a beautiful thing. Now, what do you want people to take with them into this week? What do you? What is your love offering for all those tuning in tonight who are saying, you know what? I had a shitty weekend. Maybe my day's not going so good. But you know what? In this darkness, like Genesis, the great kid sees the light. What do you want them to know? Oh man, that in in the words of the brother we uh, we quoted earlier, Hafiz, you know, uh, is there always an opportunity to to pour light into a spoon and to to feed it to all the parched mouths around you, even if you're not feeling it. And a lot of times that can that bring you light. Um, mm. And when and when that isn't enough, it's okay to just sit. If you're sad and down, it's okay to sit and to mm. sit in it. I think there's a there's a lot of power that you get out of it. Um, and I don't know. I don't have the answers. I, I I'm just. I, I hope everybody has a, a great weekend coming up. If it's not going well, you woke up. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> You know what? You went, the beauty, you went though, in that area. It's the truth. But you know, the beauty of nothing is that nothing comes from nothing, right? <laughs> and yet right. everything comes from nothing. I right. want you all to take with you into this week that the cells of your body aren't old. They keep regenerating. They are new. Your body has the potential of being as young, as vital as you want it to be and have you want it to live. You don't have old cells. You just have an old attitude about your new self. I said that last week. I'm saying it this week. And I want you to also remember to give love to yourself, to give love to everyone you know, to go follow Genesis the Great Kid right now on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram at Genesis the Great Kid, on Twitter at high underscore I am underscore Genesis, and on Facebook, Genesis the Great Kid. Stay tuned to Max and Friends. I love you for listening. Give love to the next person you see. And remember to tune in tomorrow to The Polish Woman. That's the show that I produce here at 1 o'clock on LA Talk Radio. You know what? Take yourself this week to the max. I love you for listening. Good night and good karma. Genesis, I salute you. I bow to you and thank you for being on. Much love, brother. Appreciate you. Peace out, my friend. Peace. All right, y'all. I love you all for tuning in. Until next time, good night and good karma.